We are back and powered by Huddle Analysis, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide. We're speaking with the USHL Commissioner, Glenn Heffron. Glenn, we want to continue to talk about the USHL, obviously the USHL Fall Classic that just happened. And talk about the marketing of that, of that event and your other events and about the innovations and challenges that you look at because the, the day and age of streaming and then the digital age, how much advantage that helps a junior sized league take advantage of the technology that's available that would normally be afforded to only the, you know, the NHL and other pro leagues that you guys can tap into and sort of help out in terms of, you know, marketing such a big event and other events as well. Well, you know, the marketing aspect, you know, that's, that's on par with messaging. So we know we want to improve our messaging on that front because the event has such a great reputation, uh, obviously you don't get 400 scouts to to come out and uh, and watch all those games and spend all those hours in the rink if it wasn't a good, worthy event. Uh, but we do regularly have to turn teams away on the youth side. So we had 84, I believe, 84 teams that participated on the youth side. And, you know, there's some things about that that I know we will want to improve on and and get better messaging out about that and, and have better interaction between our our teams and staff and, and the youth team. So that's, that's an important thing so that there's value add, uh, you know, for the team, the youth teams that participate, certainly, you know, technology um, is always evolving and, you know, we, we've just launched an initiative with Speedio uh, thanks to the NHL and, and those it's a five camera system that we are now will be exclusively relying on. Uh, and they, and we used it at the fall classic. Um, the, the cameras were installed and, um, and it was very useful for us. We're using it starting with goal review, but we also use it for player safety so that there is no doubt what happened. Sometimes a single follow camera, you're going to catch certain action and it may not always tell the whole story. Um, and I'll give you one example. Uh, there was an interesting play at the fall classic. Um, I believe it was, uh, I believe it was Cedar Rapids is on, gets a delayed penalty called against them. And, and the clearing team might have been Team USA. I'm just no, it wasn't Team USA. Um, it it might have been. I think it might have been Muskegon. They're clearing the puck, catches the player. They're low in the slot, catches the player, and it looks like the Cedar Rapids player punches at it, but actually didn't. But the first angle from the back, they said, "Oh, that should have been no goal." But then when they watch it from the other angle, they realize he never touched it. It just simply hit his body and fell down. It changes the outcome. So these things are, this video review system is really, really good. The quality is unbelievable. Um, and that's going to help us with better analytics and just doing, you know, goal and stat review has been, it's been game changing for us. Uh, so, you know, those are the things about technology you want to try to incorporate. And um, as I said, all 16 of our buildings will have that system fully installed. We expect everything done pretty much by the end of this month. It's kind of a late, uh, late addition um, into the league, but uh, we're we're happy to have it. So that's that's just one of the areas of technology that's going to make a big difference. Does it help you as being a junior league that you can go to these uh, larger software companies, technology companies, and say, "Let's talk about a partnership, and we can guinea pig a lot of your technology." So instead of it coming from always the NHL, it's a bottom up approach where we're going to try and work out some of the kinks of this technology and improve upon it. You guys get it at a great price point or free to allow that to happen. And then it, you get to have that as added value to, 
you know, particularly when you look at talk about broadcasting from a TV broadcasting standpoint, you know, the next evolution is yes, you get to stream. But if I'm in, living in the United States, I would like to see some USHL games and the Fall Classic on NHL Network because they have to they have to produce content anyway. And if there's no games going on during the day, why not have the Fall Classic on? Well, listen, those are I think those are definitely opportunities that we have to explore. There's certain there's certain agreements that are in place right now that have to be honored. Um, but we're we're having some good conversation with the folks at Flow. Uh, John Fiore, who's who's with them, and I've known John from his days, you know, back with Fast Hockey. If you all remember Fast right. Hockey, was kind of the groundbreaking approach to streaming from inside the rinks. We were actually the league I ran at the time was one of the first leagues to adopt it and became a standard, you know, for for what uh, for what would be in the industry, so that every rink had some form of streaming service. And so I have a good relationship with John and we talk through various issues. You'll see uh, from a flow perspective, we're going to have a few games of the week that'll be free. That'll be broadcast free on our social media platforms, which are, that's terrific. You know, so you get to actually watch a, a live USHL game from, from our streaming platform or from our social media platform. So those kinds of things are, are happening, those discussions. And we, we've suggested that there could be opportunities for us that would help expand our streaming audience. And so whether it's a game on NHL TV or NHL Network, um, there are some opportunities out there that would benefit our current partners, including Flow. So we're, we're hoping that those, that those things uh, can come together and, and uh, you know, we're going to continue those conversations. But obviously we have an agreement to honor and we, we will do that. Question about uh, the expansion. Every year it uh, comes up. In terms of, especially let's like focus on the Midwest. So there are some like larger, you know, cities like, you know, normally you like to stay in a, in a mid-sized city seems to fit what you're doing at the USHL. But I've had, you know, conversations with people in St. Louis and Indianapolis and Kansas City, and Cincinnati, you know, Cleveland about, you know, potentially having a, a team in the USHL. I'm sure you have lots of people knocking on your door because owning a junior franchise has become, you know, a bit of feather and a cap for a lot of people. And it's super fun. Yes. You don't have to dedicate as much, obviously resources like an NHL team or an American league team, but you know, this is, it's become something that's become more prolific. And I'm sure you have people knocking on your door, wondering when the next stage of expansion is going to happen. Uh, to answer the, the second part, uh, absolutely. There are people knocking on the door. No question. Uh, that happened from the minute, uh, I started uh, that first week. I, I started hearing from people that had an interest on, ex you know, any acquisitions available for existing teams and and expansion. And so we we are reviewing some expansion opportunities right now. And as I said, I can't comment on them um, for obvious reasons. Uh, you know, we're we're in a sensitive period of time, so we are we are having that conversation and. And I'm excited about it, and we're we're going about it in a very thoughtful way, and 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 that's uh, that's going to continue. So I think that as long as as long as the league continues to make the progress it's making, you know, with with 51 you know, draft picks this past year, 39 being direct, and uh, 12 obviously only one year out. You know, these are these are all positive signs that the league is going in a great direction from a hockey standpoint, and you know, there's there's always opportunities to be reviewed. So. Yes, uh, we are definitely looking at those at those opportunities in a fairly aggressive way. Well, it's one of the things I noticed is as obviously US, USA hockey has evolved, 
Now, this is my 20, soon to be my 20, this is my 25th season working in hockey. And it's the one league that I've seen at the junior level that's really, I think, grown the most. And especially the last decade, the last 12 years, it's been like more than incremental. It's been significant jumps. So, you know, that next generation, like there's, there may not be enough places for players to play at this level of hockey. And I think sure. the players are pushing that that envelope, forcing the league a little bit to recon, you know, consider what has to happen next. Well, I think that's that's definitely been part of the conversation so that our competition committee will will make those evaluations and provide some guidelines on how expansion could work. Uh, you know, we're always we're always aware of. Um, you know, the, the player opportunities and whether or not there is enough or, to, you know, too few. Uh, USA Hockey continues to grow and and that's that's a positive. COVID was a bit of a setback. So there are some things that we do need to, you know, we do need to see and and, and see how that how that affects the, the landscape of player development. Well, Glenn, want to thank you very much for coming on our show. Really appreciate it. Congrats on the new job and look forward to speaking to you in the future. Shane, thanks so much. I appreciate it. That's USHL Commissioner Glenn Heffern. We're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio. We'll be back right after this.